Hi, I'm Don Armand, and you're listening to the Tribe Talking Podcast. Welcome back to the Exeter Chiefs flavoured podcast, Tribe Talking, in which we are not really going to talk too much about the Exeter Chiefs this week, because as per last week, Prem Cup games, we haven't really seen it. We're going to get on to that. Um, first off, Mooney had a stag dude last night, uh, which, and surprisingly, he's in a fairly decent state. So, uh, get a share, anything crazy happen, anything a little bit left field, any strippers die, anything really, you know, stag might happen? We, well... Um, first and foremost, full kit wasn't there. Oh, so that, that was like a straight away. I was almost saved. Um, it was very, it was a very tame stag night. We did a little, uh, a small, like pitch and putt golf thing. And then, um, we just played like, <laughs> <laughs> um, which, which I actually didn't, yeah, I didn't really do. Cause I was sat in the corner watching the rugby on my phone. So. Uh, it was, um, <laughs> I did, yeah, I did manage to get them all to watch the, um, the England South Africa game, and none of them are rugby fans. Oh, uh, just, no, I mean, right. we'll come to it. We'll come to it later. But um, it was a perfect game to get oh, neutral yeah. people to watch, and then they were like, "Oh my god, this is really intense!" And I was like, "Yeah," because uh, I was trying to explain to them. I was like, "I don't care what happens. I'm watching this game. Whatever happens today, I have to watch it." So yeah, no, um, uh, yeah. It, well, we, we will. We will, of course, cover England South Africa and. But, uh, but to be honest, yeah. mate, hell of a test match, hell of a test yeah. match. But just, um, just you know, it was very, it was tame. I did, I felt like I was like fifteen again. We rented this house and there was just shit everywhere, and we just like people just sat in like rubbish because we'd bought all this food, and I felt like I was back at school, but I was with the same people as well. Wait, just... well, well, you sent me a couple, you sent me a couple of videos and sorts of pictures, <laughs> and like it did scream of we run out of money at uni night. Yeah. Exactly. So a load that. of pizzas, yeah. load of beers in, and we'll just play guitar here until we pass out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, we, cool. when we did the um when we did the golf thing first, this woman was like, You're on a stag night, because we <laughs> we dressed the stag up as Jimmy Savile. Um standard, yeah. That was as that was as you know, that was as much as we pushed it. And uh she was like, Yeah, you're you lot are pretty tame. We've uh, <laughs> we've had we've had loads of stag nights out here. Uh one guy went around shitting in every bin on the course. Uh, somebody, um, somebody ran someone over and had to call the police. Uh, ran ran his mate over with a car. Fucking hell! There was um, some there were some rape accusations on one of them. But well, the, the, yeah, it's stag night and like not just some like offenders that had just got out. And, on yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> I said. What, when the lady was telling us, she was like almost proud <laughs> that it had happened. <laughs> These we guys, like, yeah. Don't worry about us. And uh, we, um, when we were at when we were at the house playing games, I kept saying, "When's the stripper coming?" And uh, the um, like the best man was like, "There's no strippers coming, mate." I was like, oh, "Fine." Full kit was down the road, and I was thinking, "Hmm, <laughs> could, could, could call a favour in there." <laughs> yeah, fuck Jesus. Yeah, but yeah. Well, but I was... suppose as you get older, I suppose stag nights have got to get a little bit more uh, responsible. No, no, it's not the kind of stag night I would usually enjoy. But I, yeah. uh, and I did. It was, it, I did actually enjoy it. So, yeah, but we were playing. A, we were playing a game. It was like World Rugby '95 on the Mega Drive. Oh my god! Was that, so, that's the pre Jonah Lumu one. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it was actually really enjoyable. So, but we didn't have. <laughs> unfortunately, we didn't have Jonah Lumu. But one of the guys. All of these games were was like the. The, the guy who was getting married was his brothers. He just had like boxes and boxes of um, retro consoles. It was, it was really fun. Mate, you know you need to tell about all this. Big Don. Big <laughs> Donny, yeah. You should have got him down. Uh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll tell him. Don't worry. See what his guitar hero... Oh, yeah, I'll bet you will. See what his guitar hero skills are like. Right. Um, so that was Mooney's uh, evening. Um, little thing I just wanted to chat to everyone about tonight is um, very briefly. I was supposed to have a match yesterday. Um, when Canton was supposed to play against another local club, who I'm not going to name because I don't want to make it sound like I'm going after them. Unlikely that anyone who plays for them is going to be listening, but because they're not the only club that's guilty of it, we've been guilty of it as well. We had a squad of 24 ready to go Saturday morning, and we found out that morning that they couldn't raise a side. They had 10, turns out, so they didn't come. Now, you, you might remember Mooney and I have spoken in the past about helping out another club 
um, by giving it players. So our game was off. We get five points. Great. But we didn't get a game. And the second, the second you get your game gets called off, wives and girlfriends are in there. They're like, right, I've got a list of shit for you to do, or let's go do this for the kids, and that's it. Your Saturday's done. <laughs> Likewise, my old club was struggling for numbers. Can you guys, any of your guys, come and play? If he, if my old captain had let me know an hour before, we would have gone over and we would have helped them out, and they would have fulfilled the fixture. Instead, they didn't, and it's just getting becoming so. It's more and more all the time, especially down here. And what yeah. I think part of it is the RFU throw money at clubs to raise as many teams as they can. So you'll have clubs that have got like four teams, but they've only yeah. got enough players for maybe two. And it just it's just something that's it's bugging me and it really needs looking at, man. It really does. Because it's gonna it's gonna kill the amateur game. Certainly certainly at the low, like enjoyable level. And when you're playing yeah. you're sort of just below yeah, like take for example, there's a team, there's a team in our league called Hewish Tigers, right? Love it. Six, six, four or five of their players are in Bristol Academy. Oh right. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what their score per game is? I wouldn't want to think. Three figures. Oh wow. They put, they put three. They, they, they fuck, they're ridiculous, mate. They just that weekend that we can with that Worcester, my team played them. They put it was 107-3. What's the point? Exactly. It's like, but why are that? So you've got teams that can't raise sides. Then you've got another, they're letting teams, they're just smashing everybody. It's like, and people wonder why people don't want to get involved in rugby. Because it's just like, imagine seeing that. You go, oh, it's going to see in the local club. Oh, this other team's a bit good, isn't it? It's like, fucking hell. You know, when you like, but I, I, sorry, but even at the level you're at, that's, if, if you're, who's coaching that team to say, just keep, keep putting points on these people in the second half? Well, yeah, this is it, isn't it? I mean, because like it. Well, I remember growing up, and if you like going through the you know school age grades and stuff, if you smash a team, the coaches at our school would be like, "Stop scoring tries!" You know, just pass the ball around, work on your skills. Yeah, try just, some plays, try some stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because you get the guys that were big or the guys that were fast, which like, no, I'm just going to run around and run through them and just score as many tries. And this is a similar thing, isn't it? And it's like it really is, yeah. No one's getting anything from this at all because it, it, it's fair enough, right? If you're a professional team and you're like, Do you know what? I'm going to fuck these guys. I'm going to put as many points as I can on them. I, I could almost get that. But down in the lower leagues, it, you, no one's achieving anything. Yeah, no, yeah, you're not getting anything out of it. A 3 0 no. win is the same as a 20, yeah. 25,000 point win. You, know, you still yeah. get three points at the end of the day. But think yeah. of the, the, actually, great irony off the back of that. You say no one's getting out of it, anything out of it. You're, because. <laughs> They've done so. The first two games was us and someone else. They put hundred odd points on everybody. I mean, we've got some. We've, we one of our second rows is nearly sixty. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's, he's half. He's half. He's absolute legend of a guy. He's half deaf, and he puts a scrum cap on, so he can't hear anything. And he just yeah. runs around like an out of control horse. Right. Like you'll, you'll you'll I'll look up like if I'm playing nine, I'll be looking at like go whip it at the ten out absolutely nowhere. He just runs in the middle, it smashes it off his face, and it's like for fuck's sake, Simon, will you just stop doing that? What? Oh fuck, never mind. <laughs> but so they've done this to they've done this to the first two teams. They so now no one wants to play them. Yeah. So every time their game gets up, oh we can't raise a side, lads. Sorry. So all their players are now going back to their old clubs so they can get a game. Well, <laughs> it's like ah, but. It's a we bit like, how to get rid of them. yeah. So it's a bit like when, um, you know, someone like Worcester are playing away to Saracens and they send the kids and they're just like, nah, oh, yeah, we're gonna die either way. We'll, yeah, exactly. We'll rest all the good players and uh, we'll just forth basically forfeit, forfeit the game. game. Yes, it's, it's, it's actually yeah. not much different, is it? Well, I mean, Chiefs, really have, done not. Chiefs have done it before. They've, yeah, well, Falcons did it at us to last season, didn't they? They, they, yeah. sent, they sent the babes down and got absolutely decimated. But yeah, I just wanted to have a rant about that, mate, because as I say, another Saturday wasted. Um, so you would have preferred, so you needed to know earlier, right? Yeah. The but, sooner I mean, the better, because yeah, at least then you can do something. Like we could have got a squad day together or we could have got on a, we could have got another game. We could have found yeah. another team to play, you know? But the fact of doing it on a Saturday morning is just, that is just exactly. low-pitched, shady yeah. shit. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because, what you what what would have been better would have been like the their club secretary or whoever just saying, look, guys, we might have an issue here because we've got a lot of maybes. Yeah, exactly. And, and just and then you're like, look, we don't want to let you down, but as it stands, uh, you know, I've got a couple. You know, 
we're unsure if we can do it. I mean, if they're waiting on like last people's last minute, uh, you know, agreements to it, it's it's tough. But like you say, if everyone wants to just play rugby, and yeah. ultimately no one's played rugby because well, yeah, come with ten. We had twenty four. Yeah, we have. We, there was enough for two teams. We would have. We would have said no. It's, it's a league fixture. Give us the points. But yeah, we can still we'll have play. a game. We can still yeah. play. We can still have a laugh. Get in the pub up, even if it's like a sixty-minute game. Get in the boozer early so you can watch the England game or something like that. You know, make a club day of it. But yeah. the fact is that last minute, fixture secretary comes on the WhatsApp group. Yeah, sorry, that game's off. Enough. Yeah. Here we go yeah, again. We played. You three games. the whole day around it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, well, on the plus side, I got to watch the international, all the internationals. But yeah. But anyway, that's my rant over with. Um, yeah, I feel you, mate. I feel your pain yeah. there because it you know, is it's not, crap. You're not making any money, are you? You're not making yeah. money off this. You're risking injury. You yep. just want to go and play rugby, your mates, and it's yeah, precisely. Yeah. Um, talking about not achieving much, um, <laughs> we didn't get to see any of the Exit Chiefs game yesterday. Everybody, shock horror. Um, we've read about it. We've done what we can. Um, another another loss. Forty-five uh, nineteen. They hurt. They're saying it hurts less each week because I'm getting a bit used to saying Exit Chiefs have lost a game. But again, Prem Cup development team. But something that Mooney's um, keen to, to bring up, and we're going to sideways entry into it, is Sam Adalgo Klein came on in the second half, scored a try. Uh, and from what I've read and heard, he was probably one of the highlights of the game as far as the squad performance has come on. And um, that brings on to the battle of the Exit Chiefs nines. Everyone seems to have an opinion about who's best, but no one is prepared to give ground on who should start. You've got the Jack Maunder camp that is very, very strong. You've got the Townsend camp that is, again, very keen. And then you've got the San Hidalgo Klein fans. And when, when, when SHC comes on, he usually performs very well. And it's a proper... I mean, we have not got, I don't think, someone who's nailed that shirt on. No. I think Jack, Jack Maunder's got it out of, I don't know, selection habit, perhaps. I don't think he should be comfortable in it. I, I'm I, I'm in the I'm in the Townsend camp. I don't mind saying. I think if Townsend wasn't as injured, he has no luck with injuries. He's been riddled for the last well four years, really. Yeah. And if he if he was fit when he's fit, I think he's incredible. But he's just it's really unlucky. I, yeah. I, I, I one thing I always get annoyed about with scrum halves, and when people talk about scrum halves, is one the guy who start. I think I've said it before. The, the scrum half starts the game. He, he, go, he makes the right passes, he goes through the phases, builds up pressure, then, then the game's gone, the other team's knackered, the, the, the scrum half comes off the bench, tears up, and everyone's like, well, who should have been starting all along? Yeah. And they've completely missed the all of the just like nuts and bolts of the game. Mm. And, and, and we, we, that, I, I always think that with um, Jack Maunder, there's a, people, a lot of people don't think he should start, and I just think he's obviously doing exactly what Rob wants him to do. Yeah. And, and yeah. when Rob talks about just building that pressure on those teams, it's just like go through the phases, make the right pass every time. Um, and that, that's my that's my opinion of it. I still, I think we've got three scrum halves that are all fairly equal in quality. Yeah. I, I, I'm to be contrary, you know, contrary to what everyone would probably think. I'm with you on Townsend. I think Townsend yeah. is our, our best out because he's a, he's a good mix of both. More yeah. than SH Hidalgo mm. Klein's really good at sniping. He's 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 got mm. he's probably got the best kick out of the three. But then again, he's been he's been around a lot longer. He's got that experience. You know, he's he, he's been playing the he's played the game at different levels in different yeah. countries. Yeah, you know, he's he, he's a proper journeyman. Maunders, um I think still on a development journey, perhaps. Um, yeah. I think he's still he's he's still learning his craft a bit. I mean, there's performances he has where he's absolutely fantastic. Like yeah. the the Gloucester game, he was he was quite, he was really good. He bossed it in the Gloucester game. Yeah. But then, contrary to the the Irish game, he was all over the place. Um, well, but it, but the Gloucester game, like, we had to have a bit of parity in the forwards, whereas in the exactly. London Irish game, we didn't. Yeah, exactly. And that yeah. brings me yeah. on. To, I knew you were going to say that because I was yeah. prepped with my next point. Brilliant, because <laughs> he um, that's where Townsend and Hidalgo Klein, I think, are above him because when the forwards don't have parity, they've got an extra. They they don't stick to the plan. They go, right, yeah. shit. The forwards are panicking. The forwards are getting minced here. I've got to get the ball out the back quick. I can't hang around. I can't wait to set stuff up. I've got to pick. I've got to snipe. I've got to look 
I've got to crab sideways and throw a miss pass or something. I've got to inject some pace somewhere. Whereas Jack's like, no, I stick to what I have been told by Mister Baxter, and you will not tell me to do anything else, sir. And that sounds like I was going to say, Townsend did it at the end of last season, didn't he? Against was it Sale? Yeah, like we get dominated. He came on and just turned the game on its head, just by just from um, being just. I'm not having it. He just completely got his head stuck in everywhere. And then basically won us the game. It, it's um, a, a really, you... it's tough. Sorry, yeah, sorry. It's just it's tough because we, you know, obviously we get we've been seeing him again recently with Nick White. Oh yeah, I mean, he was so good, man. Like it, it was a big loss, really. But then Hidalgo Klein's come in and possibly had the most iconic moment in a chief shirt ever when he made that yeah. turnover. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So literally, um, literally won us the European Champions Cup. Yeah, with a totally. If you watch it, if you watch it back, a completely illegal tag. <laughs> but he got away with it. Um, well, yeah, but yeah, but, okay. yeah, that's the, but that's the thing. I mean, I I, I can't imagine Tooney or or Maunder going in for a jackal on their twenty-two. They'd be trying to shepherd the defence, and they'd be they'd be hearing Rob Baxter in the back of their head telling them, "Well, this is what you this is your your this is your job as nine. This is what I want you to do." Nick White, when he was playing, just played the game as he saw fit he looked at yeah. loads of international experience looking up and go, playing the very best in the world on a weekly basis in the Super 15 looking mm. up going yeah I can read everything on this path, on this pitch I know what I'm doing it took it took it took Nick White a, a good year to get settled at Chiefs and to really sort of like push his game on I thought his second year at Chiefs he really sort of came on uh, massively and yeah, I think you always you always got to write off the first season of a player coming in, especially from the Southern Hemisphere, because yeah. the way we play up here is completely different. Well, like, a, a, yeah. a nine's got time to th- conversely to what I just said about Neil, a nine's got a bit more time to think in Southern Hemisphere rugby. Yeah, but well, got some fat prop like trying to smoke him every five seconds. Nick White is at Montpellier though. He was at Montpellier before. I thought he came, I thought he came straight from Brumby. No, he, no, he was at Montpellier, so he had been playing. Yeah. So, um, but I think I think you always see that with most players we sign. Their first season is always like I need to get used to the club, used to the systems. Yeah. And then usually by the second season, that's when you see the best best out of them. Yeah. In, no. In my, yeah. Absolutely. You look at Hog first season. Yeah. He was. A, yeah. <laughs> Even I was watching going mm. second second he was incredible. Third was he in his third now? Or was this fourth? Yeah, third, it's his third now. Okay. No, so, so first season hang on a minute. No, first, yeah, first first season. No, he st- no, he came in the season Nick White left, if that makes sense. That he came at the start of the COVID season, didn't he, Hoggy? Um, so they played together that whole year, right? And then, yeah. and then Nick, yeah, Nick White had to leave effectively early. Yes. But, and, yeah, and then... Yeah, so that's when his third season now. That's right. So played in two Prem Cup finals. There you go. So this is his third season with us now. There you go. Yeah, so right. got there. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that but point goes last season, with the, only the exception of the end of the year with the Lions headache, potentially, he was he was carving it up for most of the season. First yeah. season, a little bit shaky. But back to the scrum offs, because mm. um, that's what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> I, with with two, someone I'm, I'd be quite excited to see coming through quick is Sam Maunder. Well, he's uh, yeah, everyone is quite like he's quite highly rated. So yeah, I've, well, he's, he's captain at the moment. He's, he's been given the he obviously been given that job for a reason. Yeah, and if he, how awkward that would that be if it turns out little brother. He's <laughs> he's the better one, and sort of he's the one that well, takes Jack out the side. You know that would be well. Uh, look at what happened with um, Ben and Tom Curry. Ben Curry mm. got picked, Ben Curry got picked for England, got injured. Tom came in. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? That must be really awkward. That must be right. so. Um, I mean, Especially Christmas this time of year. Fair enough at your fair enough at your club, but when it's international and. Tom's bagging twenty five grand a game, or whatever it is now, and um, been on, and ben, been on a Lions yeah. tour, yeah. yeah. And Ben's um, <laughs> Ben's playing prem prem cup games because <laughs> they've got some injury, injuries. So, yeah, I'm it must be. It. I think like maybe you'll get to a situation where you'll just have, like your two scrum halves will be Jack and Sam. Yeah, 
And if I was Sue Townsend, I'd be pissed. Well, he's probably injured. <laughs> yeah, he's probably probably injured. Injured. yeah, fair. But, I mean, um, and... it, how Klein, very briefly, he's getting on for for a for a Premiership scrum half. He's he's moving into the Peter Stringer sort of phase. Yeah. So he can't be have many years left in him. Um, the fact, well, the fact he went AWOL from ninety percent of last season, we never really found out why. Only twenty eight. I thought he's thirty. No, twenty eight. Fucking hell, he's been around forever. Because I remember well, when he was knock- he was knocking on the door of the Scotland team. Yeah. And for no justifiable reason, Greg Laidlaw kept getting picked. Like none. I go. I remember watching, going. So this guy's quicker. He's got a better kick on him. We don't need a goal kicker because Finn Russell's also a goal kicker. Yeah. Greg Laidlaw is terrible in defence. Why are we picking this man over this guy? And then Hidalgo Klein just went, well, I'm not getting picked, so I'm, there's no real point in making myself available for internationals. And that so, was the end of it. So he, he um, yeah, he started playing for Edinburgh 2011. Jesus Christ. Seven yeah. years there. Yeah, but then he went Scarlets, played 16 yeah. times. Harlequins played six times. Racing in the... Christ, this... I forgot he went to Harlequins. I forgot yeah. about that. So in the same season, he was at Harlequins, Racing, and Leon. See, that's, and then, that's destructive for a player. That really. And then is. he came to us. Weird. That really is. I mean, that must be. That is proper. That is properly destructive. So, in, so the fact that he's come into Chiefs yeah. and actually made a positive impact. Yeah. I mean, that's. Then, I'm just looking. He was born in Spain. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's a that's a proper punt taken by some by Baxter to bring him in, in it. So how many clubs have you played for? Yes. No, yeah, no, how many? In, all of them. Yeah, but like listen to the club. Yeah, they're great clubs. Yeah, so he yeah he obviously has the quality, and we've seen it. But it's like I say, people are getting frustrated because they want to see him. Um, they they want to see him playing more, but obviously the club's not seeing something, and that's why he's he's not at the um he's not getting Didn't, the. The opportunities. I'm, I'm going to say something a teeny bit controversial. <laughs> Do new? we think Mr. Baxter has got a slight stubborn streak in mm. his in his in what his ideal selection will be? Let's just have a look at you know picking picking well, uh, things perhaps when they're not firing quite as well. They've had a couple load of like really poor performances, and he's just going nope. I I trust myself. I trust my squad. I trust what we're doing. I'm not breaking it up now. I'm not changing well, it now. I don't. And, I don't think that stands this year. No. Well, th- I think that that's also not really been his call either, is it? No. no, no. <laughs> right, who's no. fit? Oh, we've got yeah. sixteen, Rob. Right, sixteen. All right, mm. We can make that work. Um, so yeah, I just I don't know. I just I. I don't think I don't feel Rob that Jack Maunder is our strongest scrum half. I just, I just don't. I do think Townsend is. I think Sam Vidalgo Klein probably deserves a little more, a few more first team starts than he gets. Um, I, I, I would just love to. I would love to be on the fly on the wall during the selection meetings. Just, just because I'm sure the the reason why is if you actually hear hear it said is oh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense actually. Or, or is this again? This is Rob Baxter looking five years down the line. Well, and also we are not professional rugby coaches. <laughs> so, exactly, uh, but you well, are a scrum half, or you were a scrum half. So... I'm, a scr- I'm a scrum hooker. Yeah, <laughs> I can do. Right. I can play both because I'm short. Um, yeah, I just, I just feel that uh, what little I know is. But well, looking at the like, let's take our opinion out. Let's just look at the best nines. Let's look at Dupont Smith. They have got that ability to move outside the box when things are going wrong. They, if, yeah. if the packs, if the packs not got parity. They'll do something different. If the pack's not got parity, Jack Morder puts up a box kick, irrespective of where he is on the field, because that's what, what he's been coached to yeah. do. And I just don't makes me nervous. Makes me nervous. We don't, we, yes, but we don't. Also, we don't know how these people, these players, are being coached. We that's, we'll never know that. So yeah, exactly. That's, why, that's be... what I mean. That's why I'd love to be in the room, just just one time, just yeah. to hear the, hear the conversation. Go, ah, right. That's yeah. why they're doing it. Right, I think we've talked about scrum us for fucking way too long. I can talk about it for days, mate. But we will. We'll move on. We'll move on to yeah. the uh, to the internationals. Uh, yeah. I, I've been requested to go first again. I'll happily go first. We played Japan. 
fuck me, did we make a big share of that? <laughs> like, there's, yeah, there's a lot of talk, a lot of talk that Scotland were going to put like fifty or sixty on Japan. Anyone who thinks that Scotland could put fifty points on Japan is smoking something very, very, very dodgy because uh-huh. Japan are they're so fast, so fast. Watching them attack was beautiful. It really is that they are all they were creating an overlap every single time they went wide just because yeah. of the pace that they were getting around the corner. Their forwards worked so hard. If it wasn't for a bit of indiscipline at the breakdown and Finn Russell having his... So you know how I say he's got his crazy hat on? Yeah. He had his total batshit hat on like yesterday. Like He was out of control. He, that was the Finn Russell that I hate to see play. Okay. I was, I was watching him going, I really wish Adam Hastings was on the bench because Adam Hastings would have come on and he would have calmed everything down. Finn was throwing wild passes. You know, cross kicks inside the 22 yeah inside your own 22 by the way not theirs this, this, <laughs> like, yeah, this, is the, this is the Finn I like my teams to play against yeah I, well, I can understand why because he's yeah. honestly it was you can see a couple of times Sean Hogg would go over to him and say you can see it was more of a big brother calm the fuck yeah. down conversation as opposed to a, oh, that was good and, I'll tell you what yeah actually to what Hogg he, he broke the record right now for tries yep. yes he did Do, Duhan's going to smoke that. Yeah, I reckon he might. You know, he's yeah. catching up. <laughs> yeah. When he's, you see a, when you see a winger go for a pick and go, and drive four defenders backwards and score. Yeah, you get you get the understand that that guy is. I mean, he, he, we we spoke about him a lot, but his skill set is very is one dimensional as hell, but it works. Put John John Barkley in commentary saying, just give him the ball. Just give yeah. him the ball and watch what happens. Like they did with Luma. He got there was one um there was one clearance, went into the twenty into Scotland's twenty-two. Great chase by the Japan fullback. Um Hoggy just popped it to that Duhan who was on a on a flying line, and he actually WWE choke slammed him with a handoff. He just grabbed yeah. him by the scruff, picked him up, walked him back a yard and just buried him in the ground, carried on going like Yeah, um, that yellow card, but that was really good to watch. Quite terrifying, so, though, isn't he? Yeah, he is. But we saw him against Worcester. Don't, don't give him the ball. He can't do anything. So, and his defensive, his, his defensive positioning is shocking. Um, but yeah, so I mean, always the way of big wingers, mate. Always the way. Um, yeah. Well, looking at Dolo, great going forward. Suspect going backwards. Um, yeah. No but, you know, I'm not going to get to. You know, there's not much to really speak about the, the Scotland game. To be brutally honest, I mean, as I say, Finn Russell left a good few points out there with a the boot. Um, they were, they were, I think they were trying something as well. They, they, there was a definite feel of, I don't want to do this. I don't want to see you guys do this too often. Can we try this instead of well, plan A? Plan a? I, what, yeah, you've you got to try these things. I, I, you know, Japan's a risk because yeah. this, was a, you know, this was a replay of the possibly the most entertaining game of rugby I've ever watched. Oh, that World Cup game. Yeah, well, uh, not for you, but it was yeah, absolutely that, that, mental. That, that's that's definitely a you know an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't for me. I was just banging my head on a button. I was. I remember I was sat in the uh, the conser- oh, God, it was the conservative club in Westbury. My uh, my missus and uh, their parents had taken were meeting up with a, an aunt or something. We'd been invited to this bloody awful roast dinner, and the, the game was on. And I was just sat in the pub, the only Scotsman in there, just like for fuck. Yeah. Sake. Um, well, but you look but in a conservative club, you know, you at least you're getting cheap beer, that's the only thing you get out of them. So it was cheap beer, the, the food yeah. was disgusting, um, wow. <laughs> but to be expected, yeah. And it was, and the whole place smelled of cabbage, but anyway, Scotland won. Cabbage, record. Ho- mate, yeah. Ho- Hog's like a different player for Scotland at the moment, it's fucking annoying. It is, it, I think the thing is, he at Chiefs. There is, I think it's still an air. He's the new boy. You know what I mean? What? No, hear, hear me out. You, you look at like Slade and Dickie. You know, they've known each other for years. Yeah. He's not, Hog's not the superhero at Exeter Chiefs. But when he walks into the Scotland dressing room, bearing in mind how long he's been playing there now, he's the one everyone looks up to. Everyone turns around. He's the captain. He's the, the top yeah, tri-scorer. He, he's the superstar of Scottish rugby. He's, he's new captain Hastings. And he's the constant. Yeah, precisely. Whereas at Chiefs, he's not, he's not. Doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter if he doesn't start for Chiefs. Doesn't matter. No. Great. If he's, great if he's on, but we've got players that can go back there and do the job and do the job uh, well. If I was a player 
at a club and this is probably really unprofessional and somebody came in on like half a million pounds, I'd be like, fuck that guy, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm smoking. The second, the second he catches a high ball in training, I'm yeah. in him. Imagine yeah. like, Imagine being a Bristol player and like four of the players take up like you know sixty percent of the um, salary <laughs> yeah. cap. Oh mate! All the yeah. rest are just feeding off the scraps. Yeah, you'd be you'd be pissed, but yeah, um, but, yeah. Um, right. No, I, I I I don't. I, I'm the um, biggest fan, but I don't see I don't see half a million pounds out of him. I just don't. Yeah. But let's go. Let's talk about this. There was a small fixture went on in London yesterday. I understand. Um, no, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I just want to talk about the Wales game. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, obviously Australia had a red card. Obviously. And then there was an incident where uh, a Welsh player, I thought he should have been red, red carded. Wasn't. Oh, is this a swinging arm where he took a player swinging out lying on the floor? Yeah, lying on the floor. Then, me. What are the, like, oh, I don't know what the hell is going on with Wales. Then Nick Tompkins, it, as far as I can say, it looked like a knock on. But the ref's like, yeah, it went yeah. back. Everyone stopped, including Tompkins. <laughs> and then ref's like, no, go on. So, so he just ran yeah, in that... this fight. And it was like, I, he, he's basically slapped the ball down. And the guy's like, it's gone backwards. Carry, like, carry on. And it's, it's, it's getting a bit ridiculous. It just looked like one of the most blatant, you know, deliberate knock-ons was, I've well, seen. It was, well, it was a deliberate knock-on that worked out. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it was I like, would like. I'm honestly curious. When was the last time Wales won a game where the other team had a full 15 for the full 80 minutes? Yeah, I, we should have done some research actually. But um, because, oh, no, I was thinking about it two seconds before we started doing this because look at the Six Nations. Yeah, there were the Six Nations against three three teams they played had red cards. Yeah. Um, Fiji were down to about what six last week. <laughs> so, you know, they had a bit. Well. Jokes aside, they played, they played, most, most, of the they played game. most of the game. Yeah, with um, oh, the oldies had someone sent off. New Zealand, yeah, New Zealand. Just... No, New Zealand didn't have a red card. But what happened in that game? Well, yeah, exactly. I don't think the Welsh know how to play a full fifteen. I'm just going to say it. But one thing I will say, and I, and we, a couple of our listeners have mentioned this about. I really don't like the way they were booing Curtly Beal at the end. That penalty kick he had to take the lead. That was a little... It didn't bother him. It was a great kick, yeah. obviously, because it doesn't bother these guys. But if it was the other way around, and the Aussies were brewing Bruce Priestland, People they've, been they've, been they've been hell to pay. They've been hell to pay. I just think, just, just don't shut up. Right. So Beal got the, he got the penalty, and then they went ahead, and then Wales Wales ended up winning, right? Yeah. And yeah, um, just... At the end, wasn't it? Christ came on and almost drove over for the winning try, and I actually I found myself really like get like supporting Wales, um, which was really weird, actually. Yeah. Well, we want to talk about weird. I cheered an England try yesterday. Well, I think shower, but I think the um, I think the weirdest thing about this whole South Africa debacle, yeah, and the most harrowing aspect is. Since the last week when he he got his ban and the the well the the comedy fallout from the fat South African fans, <laughs> it's um I was I was reading Irish fans. I really hope England win on Saturday. Welsh fans, yeah. I want to see England win. And like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Where, yeah, honestly, can you ever name a time ever? When a Welsh rugby fan has hoped, I think, and it doesn't matter if it's only one. Yeah, a Welsh rugby fan wanted England to get any form of result. No, because normally it's we want our team to win and anyone playing England. That's the whole old joke, isn't it? It's not even that it was only one. It's the fact that someone thought they were safe enough to write it down and post (laughs) it on a social media channel. People just permanently on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I just look. We, we're we're going to do a little bit. They, they stick to the game for now because we're going to do a little bit on the salad. No, no, no. Let's, going, start with, let's, let's start oh. with Razzie. Then we'll go right. into the game, and then we'll deal with the shit after the game. <laughs> right. So, sorry. Can I just can... say one quick, one quick little thing, yeah. guys? I think this might have been building up for a little while. So just, <laughs> right. just let, let, let let him go. It'll be all right. <laughs> let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> Once upon a time, ladies and gentlemen, there was um, a young man named Ratty. Yeah, no. <laughs> Once upon a time, 
I was watching a World Cup semi-final and I got totally catfished by New Zealand. <laughs> I woke up on the Monday morning, watched the game again, booked a flight to Japan. Um, £2,000 later, I watched the first scrum go down and rude my decision massively. I was then in a on a train with South African fans after the game, which had won the World Cup. And they were going, oh, I'm really, really tired. I think I've told this story about the, the other guy just saying, you you don't fucking deserve this. You'd be peeling us off the ceilings. And um, I just like being a bit miffed with South Africa ever since then. Then we had this, the, all this shit from the, the Lions tour, his video that he didn't leak, which I think we, we know he leaked. That. Yeah, the, he, yeah that, the, the, that was the most blatant. Bit, bit, but, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, the trouble, right? I think that this is like the, the 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 most frustrating thing of all of this, and him him saying like, "Oh, it, you know, I didn't leak it." Blah blah. blah. It's like it's a little bit like um, they're they're behaving like the Chinese Communist Party, and they're just talking absolute shit and ex- and expecting people to believe their shit. Yeah, but the South African fans are buying it. They believe, yeah, they believe, it, you know, and they're, and they're, and it's the, the the some of the vitriol afterwards, right? And this this is right. This is what I love. The I love this more than anything. The he he gets his ban straight away. It's England's fault. Yeah, so, I mean, what, how <laughs> it, what, what's England got to do with it? Yeah. So well, no, well, um, so the, the, it was decided by I think a Frenchman, an Argentinian, and a, a Kiwi. Kiwi. Yeah. They were all um, they weren't involved in the Lions tour. So, but then people were like, "Oh, it's fucking Bill Beaumont, Bill Beaumont at World Rugby." So I said, "Well, yeah, but no, the, the, there was a committee of people at World Rugby that decided who was going to be on the committee to decide the punishment, um, and there were South Africans on that committee." Yeah, yeah. So I I pointed out something like, "Yeah, they could be outvoted." So, oh my god, like it's, it's they think the they think that it's like a the whole everyone's out, it's like a conspiracy for them not yeah, to. No, it's it, like they, it, oh, yeah, we're entitled to win every single game of rugby we play. You're fucking world cup champions, you won the Lions tour, shut the fuck up. Still one in the world because the, because the key has gone down in flames in two games in a row. Um, yeah, I some of the, I mean, some of the comments online they're absolutely laughable. And the fact that Rassi has played the race card as well. Oh, I mean, I, I can't... But bear in mind, this is South Africans. Yes. Like yeah. South, you know, South Africans who... That racism was literally legal for however many years the apartheid regime was in place. Yeah. But it's okay. This, this is going to sound really... This is going to sound bad, but fuck it, I'm saying it anyway. There was a Family Guy sketch years ago where Brian and Stewie were on a bus tour in Germany and they were talking about well, why is there nothing in the book between 1939 and 1945? And the guy goes, oh, all of Germany was on holiday. That's what it seems to be like with South Africa. Like we don't mention, Nelson Mandela was the first president of South Africa. Yeah. No, no, no he wasn't. Yes, he it, was. It's <laughs> nothing really before like... that happened, ever. <laughs> Shush. Yeah, so they, so that, that, this, that was sort of like a side note to all of this. Because, yeah. the, you know, they, the, everyone's like, no, we're absolutely justified to destroy Nick Berry because he made some mistakes in that match. But then no one talks about mistakes made in the second test. Uh, and well, they don't... Well, where O'Keefe don't just address, lost, his fucking, lost his manhood halfway through the game. But they don't address the actual... Or the other elephant in the room, which is the state of their referees. Yeah, fucking hell. You'd know that better than anyone. <laughs> no, we don't talk about those bastards. <laughs> so, you know, if you've got a problem with referees, if you're a South African fan, listen to this. I, I love you guys, but Relax. All you need to do is create a tiering system for referees, <laughs> and you actually find it's actually a really cathartic experience that can help you know it helps you deal with the fallout <laughs> of their decisions. So, so then right, so then this whole like so they just like per- personal attacks on Nick Bray. Man, some of the comments I saw. Oh yeah, I've seen that. We like, we like bag refs, right? But Jesus Christ, I don't hate them. I don't like wish death on their families like some of these these things you're seeing and then <laughs> I don't know mate after the, after the 2015 World Cup I had some pretty dark thoughts about Crazy well, Bear <laughs> but the, the um, so then 
after that week when Khaleesi was like, yeah, I, I didn't feel respected in the game, watch fucking Owen Farrell be an England captain and get every single ref just pissed with it. He's like, just go away. That, so then even the South African journalists are, are playing, are race baiting. They were yeah, saying I mean, that the World Rugby is a white supremacist organisation. All this shit. What the fuck? It's, it's just... But the thing is, you can, you can. We we spoke about this back in the uh, one of our early pods about the hate the uh, those England England footballers got. Yeah. The problem with oh. the problem with that term now is you can throw it out so casually. Yeah. With nothing to back it up, but you, but you can't fight back. The second someone uses the R word now, you've got the other going. Oh, mm. I've got to really be careful how I explain this so I don't come across as what they're accusing me of being because I'm not the thing they're accusing me of being. Oh, I've just followed yeah. a set of protocols and the guy in, the guy talking to me happens to be from Samoa, Japan, South Africa, wherever. And it's like, it's just, oh, it's racism. I, well, we, being it's, Chiefs fans, we know all about these accusations, don't we? Yes, precisely. And it's so, uh, thankfully it's taking some of the heat off us for a week. And fans, <laughs> bullshit. So, yeah, yeah so... But the um, it, honestly, it's the, just the rage that came from this his ban, which I think he's actually got away with it quite lightly. Yeah, I mean, but bear in mind, what a director of rugby carrying water? No one yeah. mentions this. No one said that. Do no. you know, so the water, the water boys are not supposed to be transmitting messages from the coaching staff. That that's part of the the job. We yeah. all know they do, but. No one thinks it's suspicious that one of them is literally the coach. No. Literally the mastermind of the team. Right, okay, that's fine then. Um, as you said, and for well, we spoke about it during our Lions segments. You are supposed to be a well-respected rugby official. You're supposed to be you know, the, the, the face of your respective RFU. You can't yeah. go after officials in that. If you've got a complaint about an official, there is official channels you have to go through. I, th- I think that, that it's, it's one thing saying like after the match like yeah I was not really happy with some of those decisions in the heat of the yeah. moment it's another thing to leak leak an hour long video like just dismantling every single because I'm not being funny you could pick any game on yep. either side of any team and probably come up with as many examples of things refs missed <clears throat> well if you want to talk about refs missing stuff then during the game yesterday the amount of sealing off Oh. Off the feet, side entry, just breakdown management was appalling. Hands, yeah. hands past the ball and then going for a jackal. All the good stuff that the South Africans are very good at doing mm. and very good at getting away with. I don't see Ed, I mean, Eddie Jones is a character, let's be honest, but I don't see him diving on Facebook tonight, tearing, mm. into, the, uh, uh, tearing into the official about how bad he was. Because oh, But they, it, but they think the, the official was against them. In, in that game? How many penalties did England give up? 18 or something. Yeah, it was easily it was easily close to 20, maybe even beyond. Yeah. And I've, I've, ne- I've never, well, I was, watch- I was watching it and I was, I, it was exactly like the Scotland game last week. Yeah. They just, they just make you ping like, they just make yeah. you cough, cough up the ball, they make you commit a penalty, they, they make you, they're so quick on their kick. It's, so oh, it's, so it so it's so boring. It is so boring. Yeah. It's so boring. But, it, but, whatever, like you know, they fucking lost. Sorry, yes, they did. Um, they did fucking lose. What yeah. a try by little Raffi at the end. When, when, when Quirk went over, I won't like, I, I, oh, ancestors, yeah. forgive me. I actually <laughs> cheered. I was like, yes, get in, lad. That was, that was an unbelievable line. And, and you know what the best, you know what the best part about that is? They, got, they stuck a fat man at fullback because he can kick like 50 meters. Yeah, and, and he can get another, another fullback, Mark Corkwork. But no, it's like an old yeah, fat man well, yeah. back. Le- LaRue probably would have got there, let's be honest, if he was still on. I think. Same fat um, man who then basically did a flying knee into, um, was it Smith who was on the floor at the end? Yeah. He yeah, gave away the penalty. Away. And that's when I knew England were going to win because they, they, they started all this old shithousery stuff that they've always done. And they'd I lost just, their ass. I, I just love the fact that Khaleesi was like, oh, no, I got the ball. No, you, what, is the ball shaped like marching? Yeah. No, you, just, I mean, you watch that replay back. Poor old marching. He ate turf. <laughs> okay, he went yeah. in his face first. That is a red card. It's not a yellow. It's a red. I mean, yeah, in seventy fifth minute, it doesn't matter. It, it's the same. The, it's the same outcome. But the, you, the best thing get... as well, the, the best thing, right? The 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 fan, like the fans don't realize that. It's like you're not realizing that 
even the Welsh, the Irish and the Scottish are siding with the English. Like that, that should be a sign that you're probably not in the right. Yeah. You, if you can unite those four tribes, yeah. shit has gone wrong. <laughs> like yeah. you're either, either the Falklands have been taken again or <laughs> South Africa are kicking off. The, the, Irish, the Irish but, wouldn't have given some fucks anyway. No, but loads yeah, of the arguments, yeah, loads of the arguments make no sense. I was talking to um, Eddie Stevens from <laughs> Rugby Rants Banter, and he's just been arguing with South Africans on Twitter all week. And he, <laughs> and he's, he said to me, he said, um, oh, just one of them just said to him, mate, South Africans are for life. <laughs> it's like a dog for Christmas or something. I'm like, <laughs> What? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But, of course, but, of course look, you are. You're born. Oh, God. Let, what? Let, is this, or is this someone who identifies as a South African? Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the game. Let's. Right. Yeah. Right uh, over. We're, we're going to be quick. Say, I don't how long we've been going. I just want uh, to say, I actually used to love South Africa. They used to be like one of my second favourite rugby team. Um, You know, I just. Well, my Southern Hemisphere team, shall I say. I, my dad used to like watching them. Um, and yeah. the last two years, uh, like, what the hell is going on? We're just the It's a circus around around them. From And it's Razzie. It's like you've yeah. won the World Cup. Why are you now behaving? What? Why has it got to this? Sorry, mate. He just said, he just went, let's talk about the game. And straight away back to, uh, hang on. And another thing. No, fuck. Yeah, right, the game. Right, the game. Okay, okay first off, Marcus Smith was brilliant. He played absolutely amazingly well. And I was really chuffed that he got a full 80 as well. Yeah. Right. Ice in the veins. Ice in the veins for that kick as well. Do you know, the, mean, issue? You know the issue? The big issue of England right now is it's if Farrell is the issue. because Yeah, oh, massively. And right. if, if you can't see that now, Who, you just beat the world champions without him. Yeah. We, these, these kids did more than these... Um, like long, you know, the long termers, they yeah. they achieved more in this game because they played rugby as well. They weren't just kicking the fucking ball away all the time. Yeah, how good has Slade looked in this in the Autumn Nations? Yeah, yeah, he has looked that, on. But putting him a first receiver is the, the pass he made in the lead up to the Stewart try. Yeah, if, if Finn Russell had done that, people would be going ballistic. Like if Marcus yeah. Smith had done that, people would go mental. If Slade did it, and he. Finally, finally, with England, they're actually putting ball through Henry Slade. Yeah. They're actually using him in attack, and it's paying off. The way he's linking up with Smith is incredible. I mean, the, the Tuolagi-Slade combo is great. He, he he matched up nicely with um, Marchant pretty well. Yeah, Mar- well, Marchant did very well to step into the Tuolagi role, I thought. Very, very, <laughs> yeah, saw man who... Manu do standard Manu score great try immediately get injured and go yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. I was like, when I saw that happen, I went, ah, that could you know, be the linchpin. But you know, it's an issue with Manu when like it, the the uh, press is saying it's the fittest he's ever been. Yeah, the second they say that, he's like, <laughs> it's ah. But um, I was got usually sat in the sat in the dressing room. Someone reads it out and he just starts rocking. Yeah. But like, oh, it's going to happen again. Something's going to explode. Oh, it's going to be my knee this time. And, but, when, um, when we were watching the game, right, we were watching the game at Stag Night, and they, the, the guys at Stag Night were like, what the fuck is going on with 13's hair? <laughs> and then, I was oh, like, yeah. oh, that's, um, that's Henry Slade. He was voted the best-looking player and man in rugby. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what? I said, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it's ironic either. Um, I don't no, really know. That's, what on, that's on purpose, everybody. Yeah. That is on purpose. But, but he, I think, you he, know, this, 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 um, sorry, I, just, I really did want no. to focus on Slade because people have been saying, how good has he been? And it's just, this is what happened. Like, this is what we've known he can do. And the people were saying before, oh, we haven't seen Slade get to that top level. And I thought yesterday was brilliant. I think for me, yeah, he, uh, he has cemented himself. Yeah. In that 13 jersey now, that's mm. his. And if, he's, if it's if he doesn't start in every Six Nations game apart from Italy, mm. and I say that on purpose, yeah, I I I don't know what more the boys got to do. And I think no. Johnny Hill. Sorry, if I could just quickly mention Johnny. Yeah, again, he's another one. He has really grown into that role alongside Mara Toji. The thing, um, the thing with Hill, he he's not going to get physically dominated. No, 
he's just and not. I don't I don't think he did even against uh, you know I mean look the, he was playing against a bunch of bloody Asgardians wasn't he in South Africa <laughs> the immortal um, about, yeah yeah so I think he held his held himself pretty well and I, he's he's definitely cemented his spot in that team um and it's uh, it's good to see man uh, you know just really frustrated that Simo only got five minutes again. Really, yeah, but again, I can put again in that. That yesterday was one of those arm wrestles that you're looking at and going, Yeah, I don't want to disrupt the back row too much because they're playing quite well. Yeah, so I could, I sort, I could sort of get it yesterday, but he came on when he was on, he immediately got involved, mm-hmm. put some good hits in, couple of link up plays that he was involved in. When he comes on, he does what he can with what he gets, and you. You can't ask much more than that from from a guy who I've got a horrible suspicion is always going to slightly be on the outside. While mm. as long as it, certainly as long as Eddie Jones is coach anyway, um, but he's still, I mean, he's still so young as well. He's he's got time. He's got yeah, time on his side. It's just it's nice it's nice to actually see him just get a little bit you know that continuous like run in the team as well. He, you know, he, but he, what he I will went, say massively underwhelmed with Sam, Un- Sam Underhill's performance, so there's a position there. If Don yeah, Grant think... can play one eight, Tom Curry can slot in at seven, and maybe Simo yeah. can play six. You know, it's there's... There's, a lot, of good back, there's a lot of good back rowers in England now. It's, um, they really are. They yeah, really are. Yeah, it's, really it's, probably like, it's probably one of those hotly contested positions in the world, if you're honest, and the English back row. Yeah. <laughs> look, look what it caused. Look at the carnage it caused on the Lions tour. Not like the um, front row. Um, I think the I think Callum <laughs> Dickey and George walked straight back in to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I um, think Dickey's just going to walk in, give him a shirt back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess. I mean, look, it, you know, they did their best. They I mean, did all right, forget. but you throw your lineups. That's pretty important. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I tell you what, though, um, you it, what what you've seen as well in this in this tournament is you have seen like the coming of age of some like future greats. Smith, I think Smith's going to be around now for a long time. Oh yeah, Stewart at fullback. He'll be in the fullback in the Lions tour, the next Lions tour. Are you put your money on it right now. No, I yeah, I would not disagree with that whatsoever. Like he, mate, because Hog, Hog, Hog and Williams are going to be too old. Yeah, he's six. We got foot five. Mate, he was incredible, and I, like, I say that with the yeah. I said I say that with the the, the voice of a man who is look who's. Considering going to up to Murrayfield to watch the England Calcut the England Scotland game in February, going, do I really want to go all the way up to Edinburgh for the night just to see them get fucking oh, smashed? Get me a ticket, I'll go with you. <laughs> Mate, oh, yeah, I'm real sure you probably would. To be fair, actually, it's a great, great day. Um, it really is. The atmosphere is unbelievable. There's always there's always a Braveheart reenactment for some fucking reason. I don't of know why. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it it never helps. No, no, <laughs> well, never helps. That, that's what you know. You can have it, but yeah, I think um, his try, he he just like crash balled through Khaleesi, uh, Rynak, Willie Larue, and then um, who else was there? Vermar, Vermeulen. Um, like you say, he crash balled through them. He's, he's such a big lad. Reminds well, me, got... he reminds me of Falau. I don't know if I said that last week, but no, that's a good comparison actually. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's very very assured under the high ball. Yeah, um, which that, you need, which you need to be against the box because they just live, they live for box kicks. Well, um, yeah, and but they they did they weren't really getting that parity there yesterday, were they? So not at all. When you've got um, someone to just like diffuse diffuse bombs in the air, that that they, they, you're just taking away someone's power, aren't you? So, yeah, exactly. If that's your eight, if that's someone's a game and you can deal with it quite comfortably, then and well, that's what that's what it essentially did for the Lions, wasn't it? We couldn't yeah. we couldn't get on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought, I think, right? I just thought you're talking about the back row, and you know, Dave Ewers, mate. <sighs> Why is Dave Ewers not in a not in the discussion more for the England back row when you just want someone to fucking smash people? But especially with the way Eddie I Jones mean, likes his players to be. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the argument would be Courtney Laws over Dave Ewers. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I get that. I, I do, but, I do, I do understand that. But, but no, I, I agree that there's there's plenty of there's plenty of meathead back rows who, you know, who would do the job. Dave being one of them, and I do just think, 
he's he, he, maybe he's knocking on the door. We don't know. But yeah, again, well, I think he, it was, his work but, ethic alone is worth yeah. worth a time. But I, the argument was, well, I think there was a lot of talk of him going to on the summer tour, but he got he got banned, didn't he? So, oh yeah, that's a good point. So, well, one thing, so, one thing. Back to our earlier conversation about scrum halves. Yeah, I thought Ben Youngs looked a little bit um, tired. Yeah, wow. Rafi Quirk looked amazing. Yeah, mate, I, that, I do rate him a lot. That is a lad who's gone. I've got my chance here, and I am not going to blow. Oh, I scored a try. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, just like I was quite nervous for him because he came on. He looked quite nervous, and then um, kicked ball in Etzbeth's face. Yeah. Down. I was like, oh no, oh, you know, because he came on early. I actually um, he put subs on early, Eddie, early, a lot earlier, like after with twenty five minutes left. Some of them, I think, they were just burning out. Burning out, a, yeah. lot, a lot of defensive shifts being put in, a lot of tackle. Yeah. I mean, England were playing very much like Scotland were against Japan. They barely had the ball. And well, defending yeah. is hard. Defending is harder. But the overall, the important thing is South Africa fucking lost. Yeah. <laughs> and social media melted down as I knew it would. I was yeah. just sat there, on, sat there on Instagram with my popcorn going, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> this is brilliant." It's just, um, just- it's like a gift, wasn't it? It was like a gift. It was. It was a lovely way, a lovely way to sign off on the autumn internationals. If I'm brilliant, and and also, you know, all four northern hemisphere team, well, five northern hemisphere teams, if you include France, came away with, uh, you know, really good results. That, the that fact was the that first the French time. beat the All Blacks yeah. this weekend was the first time all they were all through, all, you know, South Africa. Well, the southern hemisphere teams lost since 2003. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's huge. And, and Italy won. Italy won a game. Well, stop the press. I mean, okay, granted, it was Euro against Uruguay and there were seven points in it, but a win's a win. Hey, Uruguay beat Fiji in the World Cup, mate. So, this is very true. This is true. I'll tell you what, though, just quickly, um, you know, Scotland, Scotland are getting better and better, right? They're improving all the time. And then how do you feel now having seen, like, England, we, we only conceded one try in the entire Autumn Internationals. Yeah. We threw in loads of new young players. France have just done an absolute number on New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ireland. Yeah, 40, 25 as well. Ireland, Ireland the same, yeah. mate. The Six Nations is going to be mental. See, this is, right, this is, this is how I predict the Six Nations. England are going to win it. Ireland are, oh. going to be a close, Ireland are going to be a close second alongside France. And Wales and Scotland are going to finish on the same points. But I, but all of, but there'll be fuck all between each team. Yeah, and Italy will be miles away because they yeah. always are. And it, I, I reckon Scotland will finish fifth again. I, I'm saying it now. We're going to finish fifth, but it's going to be like last season. There's going to be like a try in it, and I can live with that. I can live. I, I can live with not get not winning the Six Nations, providing we put a, just do the best they can and put in a really good performance against. Come on, the best teams in the world. I can live with yeah. that. We beat but, the Aussies. We nearly beat the box, ish. You know, we you know we put, we we put in good performance against the world champions. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. You know, yeah, we've improvements all the time, man. It, yeah, yeah, not not getting embarrassed at the World Cup. I can live with that. And if, and if we did win the Six Nations, I'd probably just die of heart failure anyway. So yeah, it's been double edged sword. Yeah, right. Next, hey, have, hey, next next week, Bath. We have not Friday. done Q and A yet. Oh, oh, what were questions? Go on. We've only got a couple. The uh, full kit sponsored Q and A session. Only Liam asked us any questions today. Everyone else, I think, forgot. So I think they're all probably either really just um, sort we've of actually deflate, deflated we, we, that we've, you know, that we lost again. Yeah. <laughs> so well, look at yeah. look at this. Wait, we've actually covered two of them already. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. One of them was Hoggy's try scoring record. What are our thoughts oh. on it? Well mm-hmm. done, Hoggy. Uh, thoughts on Henry Slade? He's amazing, and sh- maybe should play ten for us for a bit. Just throw well, that out there. Yeah. And will Luke Cowan-Dickey walk straight back into the number two shirt? I'm assuming he means for England. Liam, please correct me on Facebook if I'm wrong. Yes. No. Yeah, absolutely. That's an absolute no-brainer. So, Without a shadow. Uh, I mean, uh, who knows what's happened to Jamie George? He could be injured for a while. We don't know. Yeah. Um, I wonder what. Um, I wonder what answer Liam expected to get from an Exit Chiefs fan-led podcast. Very good point, though. How yeah. did three? How do we feel on the performances of three Exeter Chiefs players? Three of one of whom is my favourite, one of whom is probably your favourite, and one of mm. which we think should be our starting ten. They all did great, Liam. They all did fantastic. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but anyway, Bath next week. 
Well, I, d- I mean, I guess we're not going to have any international players available for this. Unlikely. So it just depends. Well, no, I, I'd fucking absolutely get Hog down here and in, in the team. Fucking two right for half a million pounds a year. Uh, well, um, yeah, Hoggy, Hoggy and Skinner would be in there, I reckon. Yeah, they've got to come back. Uh, Christ might get in on the bench. I'm, I'm, I'd be really curious to see how him, you know, having this exposure to the Welsh team, how that pushes his um, progress on. Yeah, I mean... It's, it's very highly thought of, you know, everywhere. He's, one, he's so, definitely one for the future. And with the current injury crisis, this is his time to really get some mm-hmm. really get some exposure and some game time. And as you said, understudying to the likes of Alan Wynne jones that's not going to yeah. do him any harm at all, is it? Uh, well, um, yeah, but I mean... I guess as well now we've had three, this is three more weeks of potential people recovering from injuries. So we might see Ewers again. Yeah. Um, Johnny Gray, don't know what's Kirsten going on there. Oh, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if we're ever going to see Johnny Gray again, mate, to be brutally honest. Really quiet, isn't it? It's all really quiet now. He'll be back. He's just, um, I just well, think it's a long term injury. Let's be optimistic. Let's say, so the, the, I reckon, unless unless Slade amazingly returns and is allowed to start, then nah. we're, gonna, we're looking at a back line of, I reckon, I reckon Joe Simmons will start. Yeah. Maunder, um, Simmons. Devoto and Hendrickson. Yeah. Noel on, one, Noel on one wing, maybe Flats on the other. Uh, well, so I think Flats is injured. Is he? Oh, God, well, he awesome. was. Um, Cordero Woodburn, will be back. Woodburn? Cordero will be back. Yeah. Um, so one of them. Yeah, we'll have we'll have Bath Scrum, Bath Scrum, Bath Scrum. Well, I reckon I reckon Ben Moon would probably start against Bath. Yeah, Mooney, Yendall, Williams. Yeah, maybe a something for Scott to tear up. Oh no, Barno's injured, isn't he? So we ain't got to worry about him. No. Um, um, yeah. So yeah, row, yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah, go Williams. So, sorry. So second row. Uh, um, Lonsdale, <laughs> Lonsdale Skinner. Oh, when's our new Argentinian starting? Uh, um, well, he must. I'm sure he's probably come back with Faku, isn't he? So hopefully he'll be. Yeah, so yeah, so Skins will start. Maybe him on the bench. I would uh, be surprised if we never see Grondona play. Yeah, um, or I'm he, he might just come off that. the bench for like five minutes. I don't think he's. A serious signing. I just think he's just covering injury. You know, it's just well, injury dislocation. McCauley's off from concussion injury, concussion yeah. checks, isn't he? Witty's injured. Mm-hmm. We don't know how, how long he's going to be out. Johnny Gray's out. Johnny Hill's not going to be back for a little. Yeah, he's he's a sign. He's a signing to just in case. Yeah, road, isn't it? it's really um, it's really annoying. Not like how they don't give you any information on injuries. Yeah. So, so you have, yeah, you have no yeah, idea. It's it's infuriating. So look, so that would leave us with the back row of what. Kirsten, Don, and what? Ross. Capstick? Or Ross, um, yeah? Yeah, Capstick. Yeah, Cap- I would say, you know, I would say Capstick will probably pay eight. Um, yeah. Don, Don and seven. Kirsten. But, but, but then maybe Deviers. Maybe, maybe Deviers. Then maybe yeah. um, Don might go into the second row. Who knows? What this is, what this is, is a real opportunity to get the good ship Exeter back on track. Bath are all over the place at the moment. We know this. This is a really yeah. good opportunity and they've got to take it. Because I if mean, they lose... Yeah. We need to... Because the, the following week is Saracens. Yeah. Um, but I think we'll both... I think uh, people will be able to get emotionally invested in that game. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon we could... I reckon Harry Williams might... Um, yeah, get... yeah, there could be a little bit of edge, maybe yeah. just just a, just a bit. Yeah, um, I, <laughs> I can imagine that that shouldn't be an issue. And then we're going to Europe, so this is the, really this is probably our. I think in th- four weeks' time, we'll know if our seasons if we're completely fucked or we actually have something to look forward to. Yeah, I reckon that's probably a good estimate. Yeah. Plus with the Christmas, plus with our week off the Christmas break, it's going to be it really is going to be make or break time coming back from that, isn't it? Absolutely. So, yeah. Have you made the decision? Are you going to are you going to go to the game yet? Have you decided? On Friday, I I might go to Poland instead. That's a bit left field. I I found a flight to um, Warsaw for twelve pound return. 
oh, that sounds like it's, that, that plane's going to be completely serviceable and safe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you, give me, you give me the back for the chickens, like in the in, in yeah. the Jones and Temple of Doom. <laughs> yeah, so I, think, I think I could go to have a weekend in Warsaw, and it probably cost me less than going to Bath for, on a Friday night. But, Mate, I can. Well, we went up to Bath for the missus' uh, birthday yeah. the other weekend. Yes, yes, you're absolutely good. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, um, not so maybe Bath is. But, yeah, I, no, I haven't decided yet. Uh, maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't wanna. I'll check the weather forecast first. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm still. On, I'm still on the fence. So you might see us up there. You might not. Either way, we'll be watching. So yeah. next Sunday, normal service on the tribe talking will resume. We will be talking Chiefs properly, and we are hopefully be talking about a desperately needed win. So. Thanks for tuning in this week. It's another long one. Sorry about that, but Mooney had to rant about Rassi and I had to let him. Sorry, guys. He's ex- but the demons have been exercised from the World Cup final, so you'll never hear about it again now. Yes, you will. <laughs> Cheers, guys. We'll see you next week. Cheers, guys. <laughs>